Welcome to Conscious Acts of Change, where thought-provoking, inspirational, and introspective works about spiritual growth and development are given to you each week. Our program is about helping you to design the life that you truly want by offering various types of frameworks to help you transform your life. Deep conversation. Introspective. Today we're going to talk about womb space. What are we carrying in our womb? What has our mother carried in her womb, our grandmother, our great-grandmother. When we talk about things that occur from traditional ancestral experiences, Today we're going to take a look at how important the womb is. It's more than just a cavity to carry a baby. It's greater than that. That's just one element. So let's go into the deep conversation. Having a womb is one of the fundamental things that make us women of womb men as some might put it. Of course we know that the womb is a hugely powerful place within a woman's body where new life is conceived, grown, and then given birth. However, the womb is a lot more than a baby growing space. In ancient times when women spiritual practices were widely permitted, the womb was also considered a sacred spiritual center, a source of intuition, emotional well-being, and physical vitality. The womb is perhaps our deepest spiritual center and many of us have never consciously connected to it. And you don't have to be just a woman to connect to the womb. My men out there, you can internalize and connect to your mother's womb because you were conceived in the womb you flowed through the womb and you was given the life after birth. In spiritual circles, we often talk about connecting to the heart and living from the heart. Coming down from your head to your heart is indeed making great progress in our life as your head is a center of immense 
peace and wisdom and love. But all need to grow. We all need to grow from our heart connection in order to grow and evolve, heal and heal our relationships and find true purpose in our life. The second heart is one of the most enduring images that we have to represent unconditional love and compassion in. But there is even a deeper place of connection for us to consider. That deeper place is the womb. The womb. When I speak about the womb, I am not talking about the organ. I am talking about the womb as a spiritual and energy center that exists whether you have a womb or not, whether your womb is fertile or not. The womb is also known as the word, yoni. A Hindu Sanskrit meaning the female organs of generation. In Greek, yoni is also known as the divine passage, the sacred temple. The word covers a range of meanings, including place of birth, source, origin, spring, fountain, a place of rest, a repository, receptacle, seat, abode, home, a den, a nest, and a stable. In English, yoni means vagina. A woman's vagina is the passage connecting her outer sex organs to her womb. The yoni housed in this sacral in, the, in your sac sacral chakra area is the seat of pleasure and joy. The wound is perhaps our deepest spiritual center and many of us have never consciously connected with it. It is a part of us that carries immense and yet, for many of us, it is a very wounded or forgotten place. A place we do not habitually connect to. The wound and heart are connected. If they are emotional, I'm sorry, in that they are emotional, and relational energy centers in the body. But they have their differences. For the wound center is more connected to our sexual, sensual, animal self. It is distinctive and develops at an early stage of childhood. One could say that the material stored here can be buried a bit deeper in the unconscious than our heart wounds, which could have to do with cultural biases.
The womb space, like the rest of our body, acts as a messenger. It lets us know when it is unhappy. When we are unhappy, the more, more than that, it lets us know if we feel safe to express ourselves, to let go, to enjoy, or even to simply feel. It, it lets us know when there is an emotional conflict or imbalance within us. The womb space is an energetic bowl or container, and like these vessels, it holds the water of our emotions. It holds imprints of our emotional and relational history. What I call womb prints. The wound is the most sacred part of our body. And when we emerge into someone else's energy sexually, we are absorbing all their energy, all their trauma, all their karma, all their pain. So we are willing to exchange that and have that person's energy within you. And now that I really honor that sacredness, I do not, well, when I was single, have sex with people unless I truly trusted and knew them. Because as women, we are entered into and we must know what energy we are allowing to enter into us and what type of energy is depositing into us. To make us feel safe. To be able to have orgasms. As well as a good time. You see there's a lot of confused minds out here. Because people just are having sex for the purpose of just feeling good. And not thinking about the energy that they bring. We're not thinking about the energy. We're mimicking the words of the world of energy, but we really don't understand the definement of exchanging energy with another person. And intimacy, sex, is the deepest and closest conduit that two people come together to exchange energy and sometimes in that exchange the energy that we take on from that person in the orc field in the depository of our womb the vagina the yoni Sometimes we have feelings afterwards of confusion or anxiety or irritation or frustration, not realizing that we've taken on someone else's DNA, so to speak, that deposit into us 
and if it is not balanced or whole or has light or if it's confused and chaotic or traumatic we're going to take that on in our atmosphere we're going to take that on and our body is going to respond to it and sometimes people can get to that state where they just don't care but oftentimes when having a good time people are either intoxicated or just numb to it so we have to be mindful that if sex is something that we really want to engage in with multiple partners then is it super healthy but as long as you trust your partner, you are aware of what you are doing, then you'll be okay. And remember, it is important to remember that when you have sex, you are merging energy. And that energy is in you for, as, for a very long time until you really cleanse your body, your aura space, your mental and emotional self. Each time we connect, each time a man connects with a woman sexually and releases his life form energy within her, he leaves a part of his information, his DNA in her birth canal. If she does not clean herself, his energy remains inside of her. That imprint can often create illusional sexual addictions to the individual. When someone decides to have multiple partners, it can sometimes send mixed emotional signals within the inside of the body's vibration system. Women must be careful of different energies or spiritual forces polluting their internal and sacred temple. You are a sacred doorway. Your life is intended to pass through. Respect yourself and use your gift of life wisely. Just think about it and ask yourself, have you ever wondered why they call it sexual intercourse? Because it is an intercourse. It is an internal course that unites man and woman, mind with mind, spirit with spirit, and energy with energy. This is something that a condom cannot protect you against because energy is behind the element of all flesh. There is no such thing as casual sex or friends with benefits, okay? What benefit are you gaining from this pleasure? Intimate activity intricately interwines the energies between two people. 
sex creates a powerful exchange of energy between those involved. These energy imprints and connections and debris are left upon the mind, the soul, and spirit for a very long time because they are not easily purged or cleansed. Casual sex with multiple partners can intertwine the energies and the spirits of a lot of people into your own aura if they are not severed and clean and cleansed. You see, so when we're talking about when we decide that we need therapy and we start talking about the people in our lives, every person matters. Every person counts. We have to remember because we don't know what energy at which time was left behind and we don't know how to approach the cleansing of that particular intertwined relationship. So we must, we must be mindful of what we do. You become joined to every person with whom you partner with, whom you slept with, as well as the partners people had. This type of soul clutter can be felt by your partner's subconscious mind, even if they are not completely in tune or aware of the extracurricular sexual activities. They still are able to sense the subtle disturbances of multiple energies and or familiar spirits that have entered causing restlessness and inner turmoil. The longer and more intimate the contact with another person, the more powerful the reinforcement of the interaction of the bond becomes. And all the more difficult it is for them to untangle and leave. So look at all of the impacts of the souls that are being toxined through pleasure at random pleasure. Now, let, let us explore some possible scenarios that may resonate with the experience of pelvic pain during menstrual cycles, a wound's health, issue, a, a wound's health issues, not a woman's health, but a wound's health issues, or issues around fertil uh, uh, fertility, pregnancy birthing, sexual health issues, or relationship issues, soul stains, transference of odors, 
perceptive connections and even mutually formed habits are now left to burden the psyche long after that relationship has ended. Have you ever seen a mother who really treats her child bad? This one particular child, he may have a different father or it may be an ex-husband, but there's one child that is always getting the brunt of trauma. It is because the DNA of that person, depending on all what he or she has done, well, for the mother, all he has done prior to him meeting her and during their relationship, that soul stain is in that child. And she feels it. And that is why she treats him differently because she's feeling that energy that is off. That was created in the womb with a lot of toxicity. Sex is an altered state of consciousness. Sacred energy exchange. Sex. S-E-X. Sacred energy exchange. It's not for pleasure. That is the ego telling you that you need an outside source to satisfy a craving for approval to assist in feeding an emptiness you refuse to acknowledge. Now this is not for married people unless you're having problems in the marriage and somebody's cheating, then this becomes applicable. But you know, if you're in a healthy marital relationship, then this is not applicable to you. Because that energy of exchange, depending on how long you've been married, there's a lot of variables there. You know, you could have just got married, so you know, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff that happened before you came. and So it all depends. If you've been married for some years, this is not, and you're faithful, this is not applicable. Because you have created a new bond or connectivity of energy between you where that exchange is positive, is healthy, is wholesome. It is building your body versus destroying that which we cannot see. But we feel, we feel that energy. So if we're in a healthy sexual relationship with our partner uh, for time, then you feel that good feeling, that good exchange. But when you are in a toxic relationship and you're fighting and arguing and, and you just, you know, and now you're starting to feel agitated, irritated, and now you begin to start twitching, and, you know, just all kind of stuff going on because you don't know what's wrong with you. It is the depository of the wrong energy. Entering that sacred energy exchange of the womb or within the womb. Sex is for reproduction as well as pleasure. 
borning the next generation to ensure the human existence continues. It is for manifestation. Merging energies with another entity of power is literally mold your atmosphere to embody your vision. It's for alchemy. Alchemy is the process of transforming or combining elements into something new, which would be a baby. You can use alchemy and sex to transform frequencies, unlock DNA codes, turn DNA codes on and off, as well as heal your partner. We know that that exchange touch can heal. When it's loving touch, it can heal. We can release positive DNA codes. But if we are in rage, if we're living in darkness, if we're doing dark things, if we're uh, engaged in uh, high volumes of drugs destroying our body, you know, what we uh, share when we are over that person or in that person is going to come up toxic. But I want to talk about how the importance of the, of the Kundalini energy is because it rises in us. That Kundalini is that energy that starts at the base, it starts in the root where the sexual center is and once it is heated up, once it is that energy is activated, it is going to rise up the back through the spine. And it will awaken higher senses of consciousness. So if your mother suffered sexual assault or any type of abuse during her pregnancy, you may have absorbed the impact of this in her womb and internalize some of her fear and pain and your own. So when we're talking about trauma, when we're talking about anxiety, when we're talking about emotional and physical pain, sometimes we may need to go back and look at the womb of our mother. What was she experiencing at the time that she was carrying you? Was she happy? Or was she in trauma, in her own pain, experiencing her own problems with her significant other? Or was she raped? We must know what the activity of the womb was when we were in the womb of our mother. It can tell us so much about who we are. You know, so maybe somebody has subconsciously fear men or don't like sex for some reason. You may be unable to have your own fulfilling relationships due to mistrust. Then you begin to feel shame or guilt about this and you feel that something must be wrong with you. But not necessarily. It is because you are carrying the DNA or you are carrying the karma of another person. 
Because whatever is in your mother is in you. Whatever is in your father is in you. So you are carrying the karmatic debts of both your parents. You are you are carrying uh, the afflictions of one or both of your parents, the pain, the anxiety, uh, the sadness, the hurt, the trauma. You are carrying those things inside your DNA because your DNA is was joined by the DNA of your mother and your father and in the womb where the central nervous system also surrounds that that womb, everything that your mother felt that brought her any kind of sadness, shock, trauma, nervousness, unhappiness, you felt. If she felt it, you felt it. And therefore, it because you are developing your body, then you are going to also experience those same emotions. So some things that we experience are not explainable as we are adults because it comes from the origin of our creation in the womb. Nothing is wrong with you sometimes. <laughs> we all got a little something, something, you know. But we need to research and understand why we are struggling with certain types of emotional or psychological uh, uh, feelings or experiences or physical, even physical experiences that um, we may be uh, um, having. And keep in mind, we have our own karmatic debt that we must also pay from a previous lifetime, something dumb that we did in another lifetime. And now we got to pay for that cost of that impact of what we cause to ourselves or someone else in this lifetime. So there's a lot of dynamics. There's a lot of skin that we have to peel and pull back in order to get to the root of who we are, of what make us who we are, why we feel the way that we do. There is a reason behind this. And some of it had nothing to do with you. You inherit from the womb of your mother and now experience life based on her trauma. Maybe she was in a volatile relationship. Maybe she was just me. My grandmother was mean. I had a mean spirit when I was a young girl and didn't even know why until I did this work and found out that it came from my grandmother. That DNA follow you for generations. Who are you? Look at your children and think about 
What space were you in emotionally, mentally, psychologically, physically, when you conceived them that they now must, they have now inherited and must experience the decisions you made during that time in their lifetime? This is just how the way energy flows. You know energy flows like water. It flows downward until it is cleared. However, we have to get serious about the words that we use. When we use the word energy, we have to think about energy in all aspects of our life. How are we utilizing it? Are we utilizing it according to the cosmic force, life force that we are to have? Or are we misusing our energy? Are we misqualifying the value of our energy by some of the decisions and experiences that we have. What about, our, as I said before, our grandmothers? When they were pregnant, during war and political upheavals, in the earlier years, the 1900s, or our great-grandmothers in the 1800s, Perhaps she did not know if she or the baby would survive, but lived in constant fear and anxiety. What about the women in Ukraine who are pregnant right at this moment? Or what about the women who are not pregnant but plan to be pregnant, but all of that fear and anxiety is going through their central nervous system and their spine, and when they do give birth, their child is going to inherit that DNA. We carry all of that genetic energy in the womb. And it has been that women's emotions and traumas can leave an imprint on the baby. We will go a little deeper into exploring possible scenarios and histories that can leave us with wound prints that can create unhealthy energy patterns and manifest illness or physical symptoms. What I'm talking about here is when you look at the possible emotional and physical renaissances or memories or records that we hold in our mind, body, Curiosity kind of enters your mind about the relationship between those emotional experiences, intergenerational legacies, past life experiences, and other embodied, exper embodied experiences. 
leave the mind, the body, the emotion, and the spirit all connected and influenced by one another. Nothing is separate. Everything is connected. But we just don't look at areas of connectivity that we think is applicable to our life or to our life experiences. Why am I having this experience? Why do I keep attracting this kind of person over and over again? It's bad enough we have our own karma. But we have to but we also inherit the karma of our parents. Because we have their DNA. So we must notice the patterns and let that inform our healing process. See, because our healing process is greater than somebody hurt me, somebody afflicted me, he didn't treat me right, she just cheated on me and dogged me out, she didn't respect me as a man. All of these things are our conversations in today's world. Look at the six-year-old that just shot the teacher. When I saw that, I thought about what was going on in the womb. In the womb of the mother who carried him. We're looking at it from the outer perspective. Oh, that little boy had a gun. He shouldn't have had a gun. What was his mama doing? That's right. What was she doing? But in the womb. Because <laughs> that's where it began. So we must know that, you know, we don't know. Maybe she gave birth and she was in a tra traumatic experience in some kind of way. Or she was in some unsafe conditions. We don't know. But it poured out into his DNA. And at six years old, he was so impacted that confusion and chaos in his little body, in his little world, caused a major explosion in his life. Hmm. Something to think about. The impact that is left on the imprint of a baby. Baby grows up and is afraid of loud noises, lives in anxiety, doesn't even know why. As a grown person, they are experiencing infertility or are unable to carry a baby to term themselves. Is an underlying trauma passed down that is affecting our life every day. We are living in subliminal trauma. Hearing gunshots, listening to the news talk about violence every day. We've become numb to trauma. It's like it's an expectation. Oh, 
that's just Pookie and them down the street. They shooting somebody. We no longer call the police. And the police doesn't, their response, what the way it used to be back when I was growing up to compare to today, <laughs> police night and day. <laughs> their response has changed. But again, you see, whatever the mother was going through is because she went through something in her mother's womb. And her mother went through something in her mother's womb. Think about all of the grandmothers who never had an opportunity to fulfill a dream or a will in their life because they had to work and take care of the family or the husband went to work and they had to take care you know back in the days you had 10 11 kids you know i mean she never had a moment to sit down and dream and she lived in pain never had a voice never had a break probably was never really loved and she put all of that into the DNA of her children. Lineage wounds. Lineage wound connections. It is the gateway and entrance into life and the external world. You must connect to the womb and follow that energy back to your first ancestor that you are aware of. Because it's wonderful to go back and to find our ancestral history because we all want great ancestors and know that we come from all these wonderful places and have done all these wonderful things in history but you don't know what the mother or the father who has the seed was feeling during that time that impacted the womb and everything that flowed through the womb. Allow yourself to be transported back to an ancestor that was free emotionally, spiritually. Relive that time, that space, that moment. This is where our family tree is because it is useful to us to get to know as much about our history as possible. And that is a part of the history that has been lost. Many of us will have to start tracking now in our own generation from where you are now. If you don't know the history of your mother or your grandmother, because there's the stories of who you are in them. The healing you do within your womb can set you back 
to your ancestral time. The physical connection that links grandmother to grandchildren through the womb reinforces how personality and life experiences are passed on on a cellular level. If grandmothers went through difficult times, that they did not get healed, her child, her grandchild, her great-grandchild will inherit the coding in her DNA and cells. These mental, physical, and emotional traumas are locked within our genetic codes. This just continues to go down the family tree. On and on until the bow breaks. Energetically, the patterns held in family lines like poverty and abuse or repression can be released so that future generations are free to create a different story. Spiritually connecting to our womb opens the qualities that embodies us. This is unique to you, but it usually includes unconditional love. We must, this is where the heart comes back into play, because once we discover this, then we must have unconditional love and compassion and wisdom and empowerment to be able to bless and heal the wounds before us and set them free so that we can set ourselves free. Opening these feelings in your wound space invite you to be embodied in your whole space your whole being of your oneness. So one of the ways if you do not have an opportunity to talk to a grandparent, we know we can't talk to great grandparents, some of us, some of us are fortunate to be able to have that. Start tracking now. Start charting now those stories. You will be amazed at the threads and the commonalities you will find. This is how you break conditions. Wound meditations for those of you who no longer have your parent or grandparent to remember will connect you to the wound in a way that that high vibration of emotional frequency within your body will be combined with them through the spirit and it will be revealed to you through the meditation being still see stillness and contemplation has so much power but it also has so many purposes because everything is not to be defined or perceived intellectually. <laughs> we use our minds too much. So 
we have to find this way to uncoil and no longer rebel or yell for our attention through symptoms of pain and illness or imbalance. It's time for us to be still to do this work. Each time a man connects with a woman sexually and releases his life force and life form energy within her, he leaves a part of his information in her. DNA in her canal, in her yoni. If she does not clean herself, his energy will remain inside of her for a very long time. And if you have multiple partners, loving to have fun, not committed to anybody, just want to do my thing, then know that all of this DNA, this confusion, this life force energy, if he's confused, he's going to drop that in you. If he is anything separate from the one who sent him here, you will experience all of the emotional traumas that come with each one of them. You will receive mixed emotional signals within your body's vibration system. So we must be careful as women of different energies of spiritual forces polluting our sacred internal system temple one or more of the wound prints that we experience can result in loss through miscarriages and multiple miscarriages or loss of a child. We have to be mindful of the imprint that we are allowing to be placed within our womb space that can block the possibilities of new life because the pain is not fully processed yet. The grief may not be process yet clear and the wound space renewed before conception can occur. So when you're wondering why you can't have a baby, look at the wound imprints of the father, mother's wound, his grandmother's wound, your mother's wound, your grandmother wound, great-grandmother wound, go all, all, all the way back to Adam and Eve, okay? We know what that one looks like, okay? <laughs> but this is serious conversation that I want to have because so many people in the world are living recklessly and not taking seriously the value of their body until the doctor tells them they have the bunkers and the conquerors. And then they want to say, why me? 
Oh, God is punishing me. Why me? God doesn't love me. When God didn't do anything but give you breath and life, and then we took it and did what we want with it. We made our own choices. But this area, as we move forth to bring new life, to multiply and populate this planet, we must be mindful of our wounds. and keeping them safe and trauma-free as we prepare for new prenatal environments in developing and delivering children who can be physically and emotionally free mentally free without conditionings of our own past mistakes. This is Empress Q and I definitely went a little longer today. Um, you know, this is uh, still have more information about the wound space and uh, not sure if I'm going to come back to it or not. But I just wanted to just drop this most important issue on my podcast because when I was thinking about okay what am I going to talk about I don't know father you know what what am I supposed to talk about you know because sometimes I'd be blank I don't have a topic I'm like okay I, I don't come on just to talk about anything I come on to bring value to add value to oh, my life your life because when we return from the one who sent us, what are we going to say? What have we done with our life? He wants to know what have you done with what I have given you. And if we are serious about having a wholesome relationship with God, the universe, and ourselves, then we have to think about all types of possibilities to help us be whole, healthy, as we move forward towards our immortality. So I'm going to end here. I've done almost an hour, I see, and uh, just want to make sure that everyone has gained something new from this episode today. This is Empress Q. I am so happy to be here, always. And I value, I value and appreciate you when you download and listen to my podcast. That makes me very happy because it means that I'm saying something that has value to your life, something that you can use, carry on, share with others. My podcast is almost ready. I mean, not my podcast. My website is almost ready. And I am so ready to roll out. I'm working on my lesson courses and trying to... Like, I have a lot. 
but getting those downloaded and positioned and hope that you look at my website and join my membership community. I have a lot more stuff deeper than what I speak on my podcast. This is about following the path from within. It's about loving ourselves. It's about healing and restoring who we are. It's about creating change and positivity without fear. It's about knowingness, trust, wholeness. It's about examining our lives and allowing ourselves to have the experimentations so that we can have great experiences in life. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be. I'm signing off again. This is Empress Q. And looking forward to the next episode. Shalom.